It is always a joy to have Bert Golding as a guest on Gesundheit with Jacobus. Bert's overall knowledge about health, his understanding of pretty complex issues, the anecdotal stories, and the passion and enthusiasm with which he presents all this, it is very entertaining and educational both for me and for all of you. Please figure out a way to spend some time with Bert Golding this Saturday morning. It's Gesundheit with Jacobus. Gesundheit with Jacobus, Health Talk Radio, integrating allopathic and all-natural medicine one show at a time. Here is your host, Jacobus Hollowine. Well, that is correct. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you. And I know today it is with mixed feelings, since this is the last show in this format that we are broadcasting right here this day, this beautiful day, September 14, 2019. So thank you so much for joining today. A great program. I'm looking forward to it with Bert Golding. As you know, I want to let you know, of course, in advance, we are going to talk about health. <laughs> Gesundheit means health or good health. And we're going to explain a lot more about that today. want to let you know, of course, that we're not here to diagnose, treat, or cure. When uh, Bert and I are communicating with each other, it's all about the information, education, and hopefully uh, some entertainment as well. Please see a physician of your choice, a specialist, maybe call the guest afterwards. We'll give you information how to do that. And then you can get the best information for yourself, maybe individualized, uh, perhaps you go to the library, go on the internet, find the best information for you or somebody you love. So by all means, we appreciate your tuning in today, and uh, hopefully you can stay all the way till 11 o'clock. There's going to be some exciting news and, of course, great information coming your way. I really appreciate this, and let me tell you about Bert. For those of you who have never heard him before, that shouldn't be the case for most of you. Bert Golding, I think this is the sixth time he is on. Bert is a clinical nutritionist and the managing director of the Positive Nutrition Institute. He has been involved in the natural food and supplement community since 1980, and he is studying for his Doctor of Naturopathy degree. Bert has dedicated himself to supporting and strengthening thousands of independent health food stores and natural practitioners. His lectures, training seminars, and radio show interviews are based on the 99% success rating of his complete pH balancing protocol. Bert and his family call sunny Southern California home. Bert, absolute pleasure to have you on the program today. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jacobus. It's great to be here. Thank you. What a what a uh, interesting uh, conversation you and I had last night in preparation to the show. And let me tell uh, let me uh, I'll, I'll tell the listeners what we're thinking about talking about. So, Bert and I said, let's talk about the definition of health. We also would like to share with you all what is considered good health. Can we improve our health? How do we improve our health? 
and what are the benefits of good health? Now, that may sound very simple, and uh, you may say, well, I I already know the answers. Uh, Well, you may be surprised. There is a lot to know. There's a lot to learn. I'm definitely excited because there are things I was looking up in preparation for the show, and there is there is a lot more to know. Sometimes it's the verbiage we don't understand, or we don't understand what are many options out there. And Bert, I, I always enjoy having you on the show because I, I realize you love to read, you love to study, you are doing a lot of radio shows and seminars, you meet a lot of people, you get feedback, uh, you learn from those who you talk to, as as do I. And so um, um, this is going to be fun, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely will. I I uh, learn, some, learn a lot every time that we have a show together, so it's great. <laughs> well, you, you said yesterday... You want to explain to people the definition of health, which is something that it's such a common word, and it's used and maybe abused at times, uh, misused at times uh, for the for whatever reason. Please go ahead and explain to us what you learned about the definition of health. Well, it, it's interesting in that, at least in English, health is... Uh, uh, the way it's spelled here is it has heal and then th. So if you go back to the uh, um, the language used in like the King James Bible, it would be uh, healeth, or it, you add an e in there after the l instead of just health, it would be healeth. And it, as a question, I see. healeth thou mean is your body able to heal? And so when we talk about good health, it means that our body can heal from a, a cold or a cut or a bruise, and poor health is that we aren't healing very quickly. Maybe it takes months, maybe it takes a year. So that's the simplest definition of health, and I think sometimes we forget that. You know, we talk about good health, and obviously it's feeling energy and being able to to do the things that we want to with our body. But, uh, you know, a lack of energy is also a lack of the ability to heal. So, you know, that's, that's what I keep remembering over and over again. So it's almost a verb. Even though it is a noun, yeah. it is almost a verb, the way you you explain it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all tied in there. I mean, you know, it, it, uh, you go to the dictionary, and it talks about that, uh, how it was spelled in Middle English or Old English. Yeah. And uh, in German and all these things. But what you've got is, you know, a... Uh, um, the number one definition for the dictionary is the state of being free from physical or psychological disease, illness, or malfunction or wellness. And I think sometimes we think, okay, if I'm really healthy, I'll never get sick. And I just don't find that that's the case. It's instead, um, if you're really healthy, no matter what kind of injury or illness or sickness you have, you get better very, very quickly. You know, I've talked to people, several people throughout the years that have said, you know, I um, I had a really bad cold this week, and I said, yeah, and they said, but, you know, in six hours I was over that. Huh. And you're almost thinking, well, wait a second, it must not have been a cold, but it is. If the body is really in good health, we can heal from the things that are bothering us. Yes. Yeah, and that's... I have other people that say, well, you know, I know I'm healthy because I haven't had any kind of sickness or, or cold or, or flu or anything else in the last 25 years. You know, I'm sure you've probably heard people brag about that too, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that a person is healthy. It's how quickly do you get over something when you get it, not the fact that uh, you seem to be 
um, illness-free. Yeah, I, I, I was looking that up too, but you, you, you inspired me last night when you talked about the uh, English Old English Dictionary, and um, it, it says indeed that it was originated before the year 1000 in Middle English, and it says healthy, H-E-L-T-H-E, H-E-L-T-H-E, and it says also hail, H-A-L-E, which was whole. And so yeah, it has yeah. to do with wholeness. And to me, that was very inspiring. And I, I, um, I was thinking about something. And if you don't mind me reading what I came up with, then maybe we can incorporate that in how we talk about this. Uh, I said, um, I was thinking about it. I said, there is wholeness in ourselves often observed in the beauty and purity of a newborn. As we age, our body shows the effects of everything life has thrown at us, both the good and the bad. How have we adapted and managed who we are and what we are supposed to do in this life? Our wholeness is the package comprised of the mind, our emotions, our physical body or the vehicle, and number four, the universal spirit that infuses it. We are supposed to find balance, equilibrium in our body, mind, spirit, and emotions in order to take on the good, the bad, and the ugly that life offers. Therefore, in my opinion, not only do we need health in order to go through the lessons life has to offer, we also need to live this life in order to appreciate the gift of health. This is the need for balance or equilibrium I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you're, you're a good writer, Jacobus. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, thank I you. mean, it, it, it really is all about balance, and that's why when, whether we're talking about pH balance or whether we're talking about a balance of minerals in the body or energetic balance it it is it's not it's not either extreme you know you don't want to be you need to have a balance of these two opposing forces in the body and that's the only way that the body can move or function there's there's two opposing forces just like calcium that helps the muscles contract and magnesium that helps the muscles relax yeah if your muscles could only contract you wouldn't be able to to get out of bed or go anywhere. And if yes. they could only relax, you couldn't do it either. You've got to have these two opposing forces. So yeah. beautiful, beautiful uh, thing that you wrote there. Well, thank you. But what you mentioned right after that, you're saying uh, the uh, the pH balance. And that is something that you have been so good in explaining to us over the times, the years that you've been on the show, that pH balance. And and the other day, again, I, I discussed with somebody who had been having cancer five times. And I, I said, the, really, what we need to work on in order to make sure it never happens again is, is get your pH in order. And she, I think she is listening to the program. She may actually call in. But we were talking about the pH. And she said, well, we need to, uh, I said, well, how do you check your pH? And she said, through the urine. And I said, well, you shouldn't do it through the urine. You should do it through the saliva because the urine is the waste material. Can you explain that to us one more time? Oh, absolutely. When, when you do a fasting saliva test, and it doesn't mean you have to uh, 
have been fasting more than three hours. But at three hours without food or beverage, then the saliva goes into a state where it matches the um, the pH of what your body has in the brain fluid, the, the spinal fluid, the lymphatic fluid, the synovial fluid, the intracellular fluid. And now what you're testing is the pH or the acid alkaline state of all of the clear fluids of the body that, that make up over half your body weight. It's like 56% of your body weight. Wow. And so you, you test the, the saliva first thing in the morning when you wake up, before you brush your teeth, before you eat or drink anything, and you get an accurate pH um, score. And with that uh, score, you're able to see if you're in the healing range, which is 7.1 to 7.5, just slightly alkaline, or whether you're in the too alkaline, which is dangerous, or or too acidic, which uh, uh, allows disease to breed, breed in the body. And you get into that acid range below 7, and that's where all of the infectious bacteria and viruses and, and uh, mutagenic cells and everything else, um, you know, candida, everything starts to breed when when it's in an acidic state, which is not what you want the clear fluids to be. Now, when we talk about balance, it's because all of the muscles and the vital organs are in a natural acid state, which is what they're supposed to be. So again, for there to be balance, all the clear fluids have to be in a slightly alkaline state. I and then see. you've got this balance, this state of well-being or balance that we call health. Huh. Wow. So when I mentioned some of this... She said, well, that's exactly what I read about urine analysis, urine pH. Well, and do you know why? Is, is we've got uh, um, over uh, 150 different books that have been written and been sold, uh, you know, at, with, uh, and out of those 150 books plus on pH, over half of them encourage people to test the urine. There's this whole idea that that's the way to do it. But that's approaching it from a um, an allopathic medical view that that testing the urine is a great way to to see what ha- what the body has. It's going on the assumption that that uh, what a what a person throws out in their trash can at the at the curb uh, is an indication as to what's in the refrigerator and what's in their freezer. Oh, you know, yeah. and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and some sometimes that's true, but you know you. You uh, may go and check the refrigerator and freezer and find that they have not, none of that uh, particular item that is in the trash can. So you, uh, the urine is, is good to test as far as kidney health and bone health. So sometimes a kidney specialist or a chiropractor will ask you to do a urine test. But as far as overall in the body, it's just not what it is. The difference is that if you salivate in your mouth and you're getting ready to drool that saliva into a spoon so you can test your pH and then you change your mind and you don't, what happens? Yeah. Most people just swallow the saliva because it's what stays in the body. It's part of what, um, it's part of the clear fluids that allows the body to even be alive or even exist. Yes. So yeah, urine testing is, is uh, deceptive and especially if a person's trying to get into the alkaline range because as soon as your urine tests above seven so that it's alkaline yeah. means that uh, you have possible kidney problems. You should go see your physician and, and check out the kidneys if you're testing above seven on the kidneys. The, the urine is always supposed to be between 6.0 to 6.9, but no matter what your test is, it's not going to give you a true picture of what your body is. Oh, I see. 
Yeah, I think I think that she mentioned that her pH on the urine was six point eight. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, that's in a decent range. That yeah. that would be an indication that uh, it's probably not having any kidney failure issues. But you know, it's not a good enough indication that you don't that you can judge it on your own. You're going to have to, uh, you know, it's just inconclusive. Yes. Now there are some some physicians that will do a saliva test, a urine test, and a blood test, and then run it through a computer and then analyze it and come back and then say, okay, here's your true pH based on all of these things. It's a very expensive process, yeah. but we're finding that we're finding that it's just as accurate to to do a a fasting saliva test Fast. and to write it down, yeah. record it, and see what direction you're headed. Yes, you know, week after week, you want to see: are you improving? Are you getting worse? Are you stuck? Yes. Uh, boy, it's, uh, I tell you that, well, this is, this is good. I, I, that wholeness, that ideal of wholeness in, in health is the pH is essential otherwise, especially on the physical level. And of course, we're also going to talk about what the spirit can do for us and how it helps and the emotions and the mental. We cannot, we cannot deny the importance of those because once you focus on one thing only, then you, there is automatically an imbalance. And some people are very good in one of these aspects. They're brilliant in their minds, but they may not have any physical activity and physically they're not very strong. Or they are really working through trauma and grief, doing the best they can, thereby alleviating some of the other needs that the body has, or they're, they're focusing just on physical appearance and not realizing that they have that physical appearance because of the beauty that have been has been given to them uh, through whatever life offered. And so I, I really enjoy this, this talk today, Bert, because uh, you have seen so many people and you have so many ideas about it and you have a large family so you ha you see a lot of beauty around you and it's uh and hopefully also good health you told you told us once that you've been doing this for 25 years checking your ph every sunday morning and the whole family has yeah and and uh we um had a a, a small break where we hadn't been doing it for several months and we got back doing it a about a month ago, my wife and I, on Sunday mornings, we get up, we do our pH test, and I record it. I make sure that it gets uh, um, recorded so I can go back and look at what that pattern is. And when we have our adult children now come and visit us, which they did in August, uh, we're asking you the same thing. I say, hey, can you do me a favor and test your pH again? Because they grew up knowing that that was it, and then they go away to school and go out their lives and get busy, and sometimes they're not doing it. The, the only peace of mind that I have is is knowing that a person is testing their pH because then you can find out if, if there's something in your lifestyle that's throwing you out of balance. You may not know what it is when you're out of pH balance, but yeah. you go, okay, what am I doing? As you ask that question, I think it's that uh, the mind and the spirit is helping a person go, well, you did change this, yeah. and I think a person can track down what has caused the imbalance. Yes, yes. And I have often asked people when they're going through a lot of pain, and they come in and talk and say, I've had this for five years. I usually ask them, what happened six years ago? Do you remember, was there something shocking, a, a death, uh, an animal who passed away, a partner, uh, a big move, uh, changing jobs, 
um, whatever it is, that is a big change where we need to adjust, but because we have no time, Bert, to... Uh, because we have to go back to work, we have to deal with the the reality of life. We do not always have time to process the change, process what that change has done to us emotionally, and so we store it. It's temporarily stored in some kind of a safe until we are ready to handle it, and that is not always possible, and so it may last years and years and years, and we kind of forget about it, but the body doesn't. The body, as this Dr. Bessel von der Kolk wrote in his book, the body keeps the score. Eventually, the trauma will come out in order for us to deal with it, work through it, and then find healing. Have you heard about that kind of work? Yeah, yes. I think a couple months ago, you were telling me about that book, and it's just fascinating because... Yeah, it, if you have an emotional poison, it has to get out of you just the, the same way that a physical poison does. A lot yeah. of times people are wondering, why do I have this psoriasis? Why do I have this eczema? And it's because they have a trapped poison in their body physically that isn't able to get out through the kidneys or the bowel or the lungs. And so the last resort has come out through the skin. What we're going to do, Bert, you know, let's, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll continue with that. Folks, we'll okay. be right back. Stay tuned, please. Keeping a finger on the pulse of health research. This is Gesundheit with Jacobus every Saturday morning from 8 to 11. 